Am I comfortable in my shoes? Yes. Am I still showing up fully? Yes. So it's about finding who you are. Clarity removes the confusion and clarity takes you to the destination. And of course, it's only one destination, then there will be another destination. That's why we always call it a journey. Clarity will take you through your journey with joy, building that influence, creating that impact, and at the same token, creating income. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Fearless Creator Podcast. The idea of your story matters and writing well continues with this interview featuring today's guest, Divya Pareg, a highly sought after speaker, author, advisor, entrepreneur, and so much more. You are going to glean so much wisdom from this conversation. Have you thought about your personal story? As we've discussed in great detail during our Writing Well workshops, we will continue to discuss the power of your personal story and how to present your story confidently at thefearlesscreator.com slash writing well. Want to learn how to build influence, create impact and income as a fearless creator in this season? Then listen carefully and you can watch carefully this interview live premiered on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. Today's episode is brought to you by the Fearless Creator Artistic Project, sponsored by Fulton County Arts and Culture, to provide a space where there will be an ongoing compilation of opportunities to meet online, learn, share, write, and enjoy art. Everything we discuss in this episode, including the show notes, can be found at thefearlesscreator.com slash Divya. And remember to stick around till the very end for our fearless takeaways. Hello, fearless creators. I'm so excited to have with me here today, the lovely Divya Parekh. And I'm just so excited for her to share her journey as an author and someone who truly has mastered the art of writing well, and of course, as a communicator. And I just want to share a little bit with you her bio so you will know the expertise that she will bring to today's conversation. Divya Parekh is the founder of the DP Group and Dreams Accelerator, Inc., a leadership and influence building consulting and coaching practice. Divya also provides business and influence thought leadership as a contributor to Forbes, Entrepreneur, CEO, World Magazine, Grit Daily, International Coaching News, and Thrive Global. As a best-selling author of leadership and entrepreneurial books, as a speaker to businesses, associations, and organizations, as an influencer cited in major media outlets, and as an advisor and board member. We're so excited to have with us here today, Divya, and all of the expertise that you bring and that you can share with the audience listening today. Thank you for having me, Stacey. It's an absolute (laughs) pleasure. So you are doing some amazing things. And of course, a lot of people have benefited from the value and the wisdom that you bring when it comes to writing well and being a communicator and an entrepreneur. And so I'd love for you to share with those who are listening and watching, how did you find your purpose? So I'll share with you, I was very fortunate to have great parents and Since we were young, I saw my dad be a tree hugger. I saw my dad helping other people. And it was so cute that sometimes people would take advantage of him. And my mom would be talking to my dad and saying, oh, you got to make sure who you're helping. You don't want to be taken advantage of. And he'd be like, oh, what goes around comes around. And my mom would help out too. So I learned helping people 
was very joyful because I saw my parents find that joy in doing that. And that just came as something that was normal to me. So a lot of people have to spend a lot of time finding their passion and purpose. And to me, it was about, okay, helping people is awesome. And then the second thing was, how does nature work? How do people work? And that led me to science because I was always curious, solving problems, getting to the bottom of things. So by education, I went into biochemistry, learning about chemistry of emotions and what goes on. Like, you know, there's something going, little dopamine and not to go into details like happy hormones, sad hormones and sad chemicals. They can make our mood swing and everything. So from there, I kept on going deeper into it, learning from neuroscience as well. And at the end of the day, it's about helping people. So that's how I should say just I happen into my passion and purpose. Wow, that's awesome. So yes, that's something that really has been a part of your environment with your family influence as well as your father. And you sought after more knowledge to take you further. That's so beautiful um, to know you can really grow in finding your purpose. And then that spills over into your passion. So I could definitely hear um, that passion while you were speaking. What would you say exactly is your passion, especially when it comes to writing well and communicating well? So here's what I'm going to share. My passion is that each and every one of us brings a story. And I'm fascinated by stories. Think about it. Let's go back, I don't know, ages back. You will see that even when we went into caves, even when we were at Neanderthal, there was something within us. Either it was drawings on the cave or something to pass our stories and knowledge down from one generation to another. And storytelling, Stacy, has been the bane of communication. Think about it. There were, language was not discovered up to quite some time. And how did people pass on their knowledge from one to another? It is through stories. And when we tell stories, they stick. People learn from it rather than just sitting. So I'll share my story with you that what happened was when I was young and one of my teachers, wonderful, wonderful teacher, and I don't remember exactly what had happened, something had happened and I had been a little upset and you know, you forget when you're in first grade and second grade and she sat me down next to her wonderful soul and she told me a story about a girl who was not feeling good and how she turned around things and moved beyond that. And that just stuck with me. And whatever it was, since I was young, I used to write short stories and I used to write poems. And just I was into it and go <laughs> in my treehouse. You know, nothing fancy, but uh, my place of safe haven, so to speak. Right. And I would imagine things. I was an avid reader. I would eat up books. <laughs> mm -hmm. and. Even now, I love reading books. So to me, it is about sharing your story because stories never get old. Think about it. We keep on watching movies, right? Mm -hmm. We keep on watching different serials. Why do real, real lifetime shows go so popular? At the bane of everything is storytelling. We connect with people because their unique experiences gives us that insight and perspective into their lives. And similarly, think about it, like how many things you can learn from the lens of somebody else's storytelling. So that's where my passion is. Why? 
shouldn't we go ahead and leverage those things like somebody's experience, somebody's, you know, 70 years, 80 years, 90 years, or even 20 years or 10 years. You're not living that time and somebody's telling you a story and you can learn from it. How beautiful that is that we can increase our collective learning through our stories. So that's what I'm so passionate about is that even if it impacts one person, you've changed somebody else's life. And now think about it. You've changed somebody else's life, people in their sphere of influence. So when you say you're impacting one person, you're impacting many. And to me, that's the fastest and the most genuine and authentic way of bringing about a change. That's why I'm so passionate about it. Wow, that's beautiful. I love the statement that you made about increasing our collective learning through stories, through what you share. It just has such a stick factor to it. It really sticks to you, your memory. And you did mention a little bit earlier, even in your background and your studies of neuroscience, just knowing how the brain works and the emotions and all of that. And that plays a role. I love that while you were sharing earlier as well, that you took the time to nurture the imagination through the books that you were reading. And that's one of the things I say over and over again to those who are really wanting to take their writing to the next level and become authors and even best-selling authors is just to be able to become that avid reader. And it doesn't have to be the traditional sense of reading a book, but just reading, whether it's news articles or some of us, we do like to also read blogs. And there's just so many ways that we can go about learning and really gleaning from other people's stories, like people who are watching and tuning in today Mm -hmm. and hearing your story. I'd love for you, Divya, to share, since you have studied and you have so much wealth of wisdom that you've shared across, you know, the globe, I'd love for you to share how do you plan you know, for the kind of life that you want to live as an author and just as a person who has those passion and purposes? Beautiful question, Stacey. So one of the things I'll share is that anything I create, I create around my lifestyle because what happens is one of the things I want to bring to our audience's attention is that you're just not an author. You're an entrepreneur. Even if you're writing one book, even if it's a fiction book, you are that CEO of your authorship. And I say ship because yes, you're the one who is going to be the steward of your ship. You're going to be the captain of your ship because if you do not steer it in the right direction, it's not going anywhere. So it's very critical to be an entrepreneur along with being an author. And the key is to design your business around the lifestyle you want rather than the other way around. And that didn't come easy for me. Like initially, I'll share my experience. What had happened was, oh yeah, I From corporate life, I jumped into entrepreneurship. Not immediately. It was a transition. It was a gradual transition. And yet I got to wear this hat. I got to do admin work. Oh, I got to do this backend tech stuff for email system. Oh, I got to do marketing. Oh, I got to do sales. I got to do X, Y, and Z. People forget that doesn't matter whether you are a large enterprise or a small business. You have very much a lot of similar functionalities, not everything. And yet... You got to have a payment portal. You got to have a website. You got to have a way to connect with your readers. You got to have a way to have them come back to you. So some of the aspects are so similar. So it's so critical to know that you are an entrepreneur. And when you design your life around it, so first uh, here, 
when I was doing uh, everything, I was tired and I was feeling a burnout of my passion. And I'm, hmm, I moved into entrepreneurship because I'm passionate about helping people directly one-on-one because it's more tangible than in corporate where you make a difference and yet it's somewhere down the chain. You're not so obvious and not so tangible. And as I was working with coaches and I want to share a story is about, I was in a conference. This is maybe we are steering a little bit away from the topic, but uh, I want to bring case in point as to why having somebody else be with you is so critical. Mm-hmm. I was at a conference. Just imagine a really beautiful summer day in California, came from hotel, really nice and sunny, not so hot, beautiful day, the breeze is blowing, get into this wonderful conference room. It's my first conference as an entrepreneur, not as a corporate conference, you know, corporate conferences I had dealt with quite a bit, really excited, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of energy flowing through my veins. And I just see this big whole room and Brian Tracy is going to be on stage. He's one of the heroes that I've followed throughout my life. Great, great person. Super excited about it. And I see a few women and they seem really nice. You know, a couple of them smiles. I said, okay, let me go sit on that table. I went and sat on the table and as we were talking. So like my thought was, you know, I'm a new kid on the block and just here to learn, listening to their stories and connected. And in 10 minutes, there was like around 15 minutes break where we could inter- we could mingle and get to know each other. And they'd accepted me, so which was awesome. You know, when you're a new kid on the block, it's, it doesn't matter whether you're in high school, middle school, corporate, mm-hmm. or hanging out in a senior citizen's porch, or even after that, wherever you're going, mm-hmm. you feel great when you're part of a group and something. And these were people like, oh, they were sharing, oh, yeah, we have been in business for 10 years. And so you look up to them that, okay, these women have made, and there are a couple of guys too, you know, these people have made in the industry. Mm-hmm awesome. And they've accepted me as part of their group. So as we were having a conversation and I mentioned, oh, I'm so excited. You know, the story that I was telling you about, I'm going to link the two. I was doing everything on my own. And as I've been working through coaches from day one, since I got my coaching certification, my coach shared with me that you don't have to do everything. You can outsource a lot of things because if you Mm -hmm. want to build a business around your lifestyle. So I said that and they said, oh, you've got two coaches. One person looked at me and I said, yeah, I'm super proud of it because I believe in continuous improvement and I cannot improve myself on my own. Mm -hmm. And it was almost Stacy like this invisible wall went down. So right here, I was one of them. And from being one of them, I felt like, okay, that I'm watching this party from outside the window. Just a shutter came down and they're talking to me, but you know that they're not talking to you. I don't know if if you've ever experienced that. Lights dimmed a little bit and everybody stopped the conversation. Brian Tracy comes on stage and is always amazing, amazing gentleman. And at the end of his talk, he shared, After giving 5,000 speeches and in, I don't know, 80, 70, 80 countries and being at the top of his game, I have seven coaches. Wow. At that point in time in his game, okay? And it was again, that barrier broke. And they were looking at me, oh, she's ahead of the game. Mm. So it's so much about perception. So like, that's what, you know, when you talked about how do you build? So it's important to have someone in life. And that's, up, of course, up to you to decide who has traveled the road that you want to travel. Right. Somebody who's already there. So for example, I was having a conversation with one of our newest authors and she was a little hesitant about working with a team. And 
I told her that, listen, we are continuously learning too. That said, after working with 145 authors and counting, we have a quite a lot of experience and in-depth knowledge. But can I say that, do we know everything? I can say that. But can I say that, yes, we know a lot. Yes, I can. So those are one of the things and also learning from other people who have done what you want to do and learning from their mistakes and trying out the tried roads is very critical. And also knowing that asking for help is okay. Connect with other authors, connect with other people. And maybe you can trade services, you can barter something. So there are a lot of different ways where you can build the life of your dreams and have have it by design. Yes, Divya, you were speaking directly to me. And I love these moments when you have that sort of nuggets being dropped into you as a person is sharing their story and how impactful that is. Because while you were speaking and I have also coaches and have my programs through different memberships. And it's Mm -hmm. funny because you mention and you point out authorpreneurship. And I love that word because a lot of people concentrate on just the writing aspect, but it's not going to fly off the bookshelf on its own. And you find even with those who go the traditional route, a lot of the publishers want people who already have their built up audiences and they're going to go out there and they're going to market as much, if not more than the actual publisher. Mm, You said, yes, (laughs) even especially so as a person that's choosing the independent route and self-publishing or whatever route you're choosing, even more so, it's going to be important that you understand that, hey, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to have some skin in the game. You're going to have to go out there and put your message out there and you're going to have to really rally people around your message and the story that you are conveying to impact others. And, And so I love that you bring up the marketing aspect to it and realizing that you're always having to better yourself and community is just so vital not realizing people and we talk a lot about this on our podcasts is that mentorship and all of that ties into coaching having the right voices speak to you and then also just encouraging being a part of an encouraging community that's going to keep pushing you forward because it's not easy the journey as an entrepreneur is not easy and especially (laughs) authorpreneur you have put in so much time effort and really skill honing that skill research you're putting in so much and then maybe a lot of resources monetarily and investing in those coaches, but it's going to pay off if you really have the right people guiding Mm. you and speaking to you. You said it, the right people, because it's about having the right information and the right knowledge and application of it in the right way, because you could have the world of knowledge. Think about it. Google, everything is Mm -hmm. at your fingertips nowadays, folks, right? You don't need anyone. But it's about taking that knowledge and distilling it down and making sure that things work. That's the key. Implementation the right way makes a huge difference. So beautiful. So I'd love for you to share because you've helped so many others on the journey as a coach and someone who specializes in building your authority, communicating your message and all of that for those who have not yet checked you out. And of course, you'll have an opportunity to learn more about the amazing work that you do. How did you overcome and how do you overcome setbacks and disappointments that you personally may have experienced on your journey to where you are today? Mm, Great question. So one thing is I 
have a mindset where failure is part of the equation. To me, if I don't fail, that means I'm not doing everything right. Because to me, there is nothing like perfection. We can strive for it. But what happens is that if we continuously strive for perfection, then it gets in the way of progress. So the key is a lot of authors. So one of my authors, I'll share their story. It took them three years. Mm. And did I rush them? I did not rush them because it has to be their voice. It has to be authentic. And finding yourself. So what would have happened is if we had not gone about it with a mindset that I'm going to finish it. And even if it takes time. So the gentleman was totally doesn't matter. I want to get it right. I want it. So again, there's a difference between perfection and getting it right. So initially, we had agreed upon something. He wrote that and he was not happy with it. And I said, okay, just walk away, take some time and reflect upon it. So just from a neuroscience perspective, write it down, write down what you're feeling, write down what's happening. And sometimes it's important to take a step back and then come back to it. And as we worked together, I gave him certain things, and he was not having a breakthrough. So writing and setbacks and everything, it's so dependent on what kind of relationship you have with yourself. Mm -hmm. There's no other relationship important in the world than relationship with yourselves. And sometimes it's about how you see yourself. It's expecting these high standards that, oh, I can be compassionate with everybody else, but I got to be here at the top of the mountain. And acceptance does not mean approval. So just because you've done something wrong, I'm not saying that because you're accepting yourself or accepting others that you're proving it. That said, when you accept things, it's a change in itself. And when you accept it, you change. And he realized that he was on path of perfection. He embraced it. Acceptance came. And that was his journey. He had to move through it to get on the other side. So there are no overnight quick rich schemes, folks. And if somebody's telling you, I would definitely look into it and make sure that they can do that. Because think about it, if it was that popular, then it would be all over. They would not even have to advertise and all that. So I would definitely take a look at things that, oh, yeah, five minutes, do it. And if it happens, great, go for it. Because there can be things that can be done. Definitely. So setback is just having that mindset that I'm okay to fail. I'm ready to accept myself. I'm ready to set that perfection aside. I'm ready to ask for help. I'm mm -hmm. ready to build a community because I will share with you, I'm only as good as my team. Mm -hmm. So when I say that we have helped 145 mm -hmm. authors and counting, it's not just me. It's literally, I'm only as good as my team is. We are family and together we are able to help. So mm -hmm. build a community, build that inner circle of influence where you have people who will not hesitate to tell you. So for example, I'll share with you one of my editors. And when I was writing my last book, I had written it and I thought, mm, this book has come out really good. <laughs> I sent it to my editor and he tells me, Divya, mm, it's good, but it's dry. You've got to work on these, these, these things. And so that's how you can prevent setbacks, having the right people in your corner who are not hesitant to tell you what's true and who are not hesitant to tell you what you don't want to hear. Mm. Because if you're paying someone or if you have a friend who's just telling you that makes you feel good, you're not going to be able to see through the lens that can bring improvement, that can bring that goodness going from good to great. That's what's needed. And after I'd written, nope, 
you need to change that. And it's also having that grit that I'm ready to do what it takes. Because success just doesn't happen that way. And success, even if it comes, it takes a lot more work mm-hmm. to sustain that success. So how much are you ready to give? Are you, and two things I always say, interested or invested. If you're interested, it's just like dating, right? Okay, you go, yes, you're putting in some time or it's like getting a, an apartment to rent. You're interested, you'll do something, but you're not going to put into that effort a whole lot. Worse is now if you purchase a house, you're jumping through hoops, getting that loan approved, you're getting that house inspected. You are making sure that nothing is wrong with the house. You're making sure that the foundation is good. And once you're in the house, you literally spend hours like, you know, people will put in nice blinds or curtains or they will paint it and take good care of it, make sure they've got health insurance, house insurance, not health insurance, (laughs) have house insurance and making sure that, oh my goodness, you know, if the hurricane is going to come, I need to board it up. So same thing for you. Think about it. You are the most important person in your life. Are you interested in yourself or are you invested in yourself? Beautiful. I love that. Even just juxtaposition there of just knowing that you do need to be that invested in what it is that you believe in your heart of hearts Mm -hmm. you were placed on this earth to do. And if you're called to be an author and to write, you need to do what you can to get to that level of writing well and writing with excellence and then be able to truly market and get that message out there. So one of the things that I love that you were sharing not too um, long ago is just really being able to accept that failure is going to be a part of your process and Mm -hmm. your journey. And it's just looking past that. And it's so fitting because this is the fearless creator, you know, we (laughs) want to be, being fearless does not mean that you're going to not have any fear or there's an absence Mm -hmm. of fear, but it's really pushing past that and knowing that it's just a part of you growing and getting to that place where you are able to be triumphant in the face of the fact that you have those doubts and fears. And it does allow you to become more fearless when you have those people in your corner that have been there, done that, and that can show you the route and the path you need to take to be successful. So that's beautiful. I'd love for you to share the difference between showing up and just living because we know half of the battle sometimes is just showing up. Mm -hmm. And we want those who are listening and trying to decide for themselves if they really want to go on this path and journey to writing well how they can gain that authority in their field in this field Mm, Stacey I love what you said being triumphant in face of the fear so when you talk about authority it's about showing up you said it and showing up in every interaction it's not just oh yeah I'm doing a podcast so I need to it's showing up in your authenticity so for example like I'll share I'm in my sweatshirt (laughs) (laughs) and it's cold. And what is my brand? I want to speak to you. I want to make a difference. So am I comfortable in my shoes? Yes. Am I still showing up fully? Yes. So it's about finding who you are. Clarity removes the confusion and clarity takes you to the destination. And of course, it's only one destination. Then there will be another destination. That's why we always call 
it a journey. Clarity will take you through your journey with joy, building that influence, creating that impact, and at the same token, creating income. So the first thing is get clear on who you are. And secondly, when you're clear on who you are, create that message consistent across all the platforms and doesn't have to be on 10 different platforms. See where your audience is hanging out and build that voice and make sure that your messaging is what you want to share. Messaging is something that will resonate with your audience. Mm -hmm. And then there is social proof because as you spoke earlier, it's about associating yourself with right people. So for example, one of the things that one of the authors that we had, she had a beautiful book. And at the same token, when we published her story, we pitched it to several different media outlets. And when it got picked up, she had screenshots with her and she's sharing that with her audience that, hey, my story got attention over here. And the amount of attention it drew was just amazing because what do people do? All right. Everybody's, well, that's a hyperbole, not everybody, but A lot of people are on social media. Come COVID-19, more people are on social media. So what is the consumer doing or what is the reader doing? Once they find out, okay, maybe I heard about her on SoXYNZ, they're going to go and Google you up Mm -hmm. or use other browser. doesn't matter. They will search you up. How are you showing up in different places? What is the social proof? What is your social footprint? Are other people saying something about you? So today in my Facebook group, Authors Marketing Group, one person said, something beautiful so it's not me talking and it comes from giving value so Mm -hmm. i will say that just like you know one of my friends says jab 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 and then have a hook i always say give 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 and then go for an ask it's about providing value so clarity building a brand that serves you will hear three things i mean two things always so one always be marketing always be closing i say on top of those two Keep that in mind, but keep them last. The first thing you should always be doing is always be serving. I say ABS. And if you are coming from a place where you want to give value to others, you'll form genuine relationships. You will connect with people and people will remember you. And you'll be surprised where the opportunities are coming from, how you're connecting. Mm-hmm. It takes time because you just cannot say it's it's again like we talked about that when you're going on a first date, you're not going to say, hey, are you going to marry me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so similarly, when you're connecting with your audience, you're not just going to tell them in the first. And that's what we expect that. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm so awesome. And yes, you're awesome. But it takes time for others to realize you're awesome. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that is by giving value. And when you talked about authority positioning is walking the talk. So, for example, Profits from my books, when I say that, yes, I care for people. Profits from my book are going to entrepreneurs impacted with COVID-19. I work with a couple of nonprofit organizations where we, every year, we take on a couple of good causes where we provide a lot of services as a bonus. So we're not making money on that, but we are bringing there. We are just making enough for our entrepreneurs that are in our family. Like not everybody can just donate the services. But that is like at the rock bottom price at just bare minimum that they need to account for the time. And over that, we providing those services. So it's about building that brand that gives a walk the talk. It's not just about me. And sometimes you'll be surprised. This year, one of my team members made more than what I made. Mm. And did I hold back? No. 
Why am I happy? Because we are together making money. Together, multiple families are doing well. And that camaraderie and that knowing that somebody's got my back, that's priceless, folks. You cannot put a price on it. And it's about having that social proof. So for example, right, I have endorsements from a ton of people and it doesn't happen in a day. It's about building your social proof through doing. First is doing, then second is being because it takes time from being doing to becoming and then being and you just keep on building it. And once you have your name out there, you still have to continuously be serving and continuously working on it because marketing doesn't stop, folks. Just like your teeth needs brushing every single day. (laughs) Just like you go to dentist to get your tooth cleaning done. Similarly, businesses like that, you can create systems that things become easy, that it's easy to sustain the success. So for example, a lot of my things, it just happens on autopilot, but it takes time. And writing a book, of course, is one of the biggest authority builder. And once you build a book, do you have a best-selling book? And once you have a best-selling book, like, you know, how are you putting your message out there? Is your message out there wide? And is it reaching a lot of people or not? So there are multiple ways to build your authority. And I've shared a few. Yes. Oh, my word. Incredible. I could speak with you all afternoon. You have so (laughs) much wisdom that we can glean from. And I love while you were sharing just the story of realizing how important it is for you to take the time to not only invest in yourself, but recognizing the clarity that you should have with your message and knowing that you do surround yourself with people who are able to scream from the rooftop, because I do believe that it is not you who should be saying, oh, I'm awesome. And look at all the incredible things I'm doing. People are just going to be like, okay, yes, that's you. Of course, you should hopefully think you yourself is awesome, but having other people, like the magazines and the media outlets and the friends and the team members and reviews. People don't recognize a lot of times we make our decisions today. We are very well-informed buyers. We look online, we do our research. We see how many stars this place has before we decide to eat there or sleep there or go there. And it's the same thing with a book. There's so many options to choose from when you go to Amazon or any of the places that sell books and you can compare based on the topic you're looking for based on the reviews and what it is that people have to say about this person and what the product they've put out there. So I do see so much value in what you're saying when you have to really concentrate on the clarity and then building that authority and the places that you're showing up in. So vital. Thank you for sharing that, Divya. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yes. And one of the things you mentioned just a moment ago points back to what you said earlier when you mentioned your father and the story. And I want to really hone in on that too, is that whatever you do, it's going to come right back to you. So you giving and pouring yourself out and impacting others and making them realize their full potential. Other people are going to pour back into your vision and what it is that you have a desire to do and the people that you have a desire to reach. And Divya, you've poured into us so much today. I know that there are going to be people who are going to be knocking on your door and wanting to 
pour back into what you are doing. It's just so beautiful that you pointed that out. Serving first, giving back first. So I'd love for you to share right now before we wrap up here, maybe a specific portion in your book that has really impacted you while you were writing it, or maybe somebody gave you feedback that would really be able to bless our listeners and our viewers today. Mm, I will share my last book. Expert to Influencer, what I'm not going to give the full story so right. you can read it in book. I was mentoring a robotics team for a couple of years, totally hands-on. First year was totally there, you know, practically four or five hours every day in their shop and uh, mentoring young kids. These were high schoolers who had put out this beautiful organization that did not want to charge money from uh, other students and we had one day a family comes in and uh, there were three young ladies probably a couple of them were in uh, middle school one was in high school and underrepresented and they did not have that kind of money you know usually robotics teams and if they're charging it is for a reason because it needs a lot of investment even to build a robot. And just because these young high schoolers had opened, I was there with my heart, like, you know, I want to support them. I want them to become leaders. And when these young ladies walked in and they're like, oh yeah, we like it. Because we used to do touring and people could come and check out robot. We could see that definitely they were totally into it. And we said, yep, that's why we have it here. You can come, you can join us. Fast forward a few months down the road, these young ladies, they were right there with nuts and bolts and just kind of in the thick and thin between boys building a robot. One was in software. So it's a matter of exposure. And when you say, and that's what prompted me to write that book. I mean, I could share with you stories <laughs> for days together that when the book is called Expert to Influencer, but when you are, to me, influencer is somebody who's like a rising tide that lifts all boats. Mm. And when I saw these youngsters, right, they had opened it up. They had these vision, these young high schoolers that let's help out. It doesn't matter how many people you help out, but those three young women and they had young cousins who would just come and hang out. So the exposure and their lives changed forever. And maybe somebody will go in computer programming, may go in engineering or not go or whatever. Just seeing that blossoming mm -hmm. of those. And this is just one story. That inspired me to write that book. And there is a story right in the introduction about those young kids. Beautiful. Exposure really is everything. I'd love for you to share now how people can connect with you. Obviously, they can get your book everywhere, Amazon. But I would love for you to share where they can connect with you further. You can connect with me through my group, Authors Marketing Circle on Facebook. It's all about authors. You can reach out to me directly at contact at diviaparik.com and please make sure to include Stacy's name because then I will know that you're coming after listening to this podcast and you're special and you can also find me on my website www.entrepreneur.diviaparik.com. Beautiful. So I'm very excited for those of you who are going to connect. You're going to get so much value as we know that Divya brings heart to what she does and just being able to know that you're going to be served and loved on well. And um, we want to encourage you just to continue to think about your process of writing well to impact others with your words. And you can impact your world knowing that you are an author 
not just an author, but an authorpreneur. If you have the right people in your corner, giving you the guidance that you need, you are going to be able to achieve and live to your full potential. So thank you for joining us here today. And you'll have all the information that you need to connect further with Divya. And then also to just get all the tools that you need to continue on with this journey to writing well. Thank you again, Divya. Thank you, Stacey. Really appreciate you having me. Now for some fearless creator takeaways. We pass on our stories and knowledge from one generation to another through storytelling. When you impact one life, you can impact everyone in that person's sphere of influence. It is so important to see examples before us of what we desire to become or to be that example for those coming up behind us. We can increase our collective learning through our stories. Even if it impacts one person, you have changed somebody's life. You're not just an author, you're an entrepreneur. Even if you're writing one book, even if it's a fiction book, you are the CEO of your authorship. The key is to design your business around the lifestyle you want rather than the other way around. Have a mindset where failure is a part of the equation. If I don't fail, that means I'm not doing everything right because perfection does not exist. We can strive for it, but what happens is that we continuously strive for perfection and it can get in the way of progress. There is a difference between perfection and getting it right. There's no other relationship important in the world than the relationship with yourself. And sometimes it's about how you see yourself. You can prevent setbacks, having the right people in your corner who are not hesitant to tell you what's true and who are not hesitant to tell you what you don't want to hear. How are you showing up in different places? What is your social proof, your social footprint? Are you interested in yourself or are you invested in yourself? Build influence, create impact, and at the same time, create income. Thank you for so many wonderful, incredible nuggets, Divya. I want you as a listener to stay tuned for our next episode that speaks to the topic of turning your passion into profit. As a fearless creator, all of these conversations are so important to have. And we followed up with a Q&A session in Clubhouse and we'll continue to take these conversations deeper. As we continue to share multi-generational stories that inspire, I want you to tell a friend about this podcast. I want to invite you to tag me, Stacey's aunt, on Instagram, on Facebook, and let me know what was your greatest takeaway when it comes to sharing your personal story and recognizing that you you can build influence, impact, and income. Remember, we love being social and hearing from you. So do connect with each other and me on Instagram at Lady Stacy's Aunt and at The Fearless Creator, where I personally respond and reshare your highlights of your takeaways when you tag me. You can also connect on The Fearless Creator Facebook page and group. Use hashtag The Fearless Creator for a chance to be featured. Continue to listen to the stories of our elders, millennial mentees who become mentors themselves as you strive to find your purpose, delve deeper in the discussion ideas through journal questions that we do provide in our weekly newsletter. Thank you for listening to the Fearless Creator podcast with Stacey Zant. Visit us at thefearlesscreator.com and I look forward to connecting with you as I encourage you to fearlessly create. Fearless.